0: May I speak in the words of God, our creator, redeemer and sustainer. Amen. The day of the Annunciation, or sometimes known as Lady Day, always happens on the 25th of March. And so it is always a day that happens during the season of Lent. It doesn't really matter When uh, Easter Day actually falls, Lady Day will always fall within the season of Lent. And that's what I want to focus on a little bit this morning. How the two are married. How the two can't be separated. The reading from the Gospel is the reading that most of us would perhaps recognise as being read at a Christmas carol service. So sometimes we get into the habit of separating the two events, Christmas and Easter, the birth and the death, and yet the two are intrinsically linked. And Mary is the hinge point, if you like, the pivot point in that this particular Lady Day or Day of Annunciation falls nine days away from Good Friday. We're in Passion Tide. And I was reflecting on these readings during the week and remembering a time about five years ago now where I took part in the passion play, The Way of the Cross, and I needed to dress up as Veronica, who would meet Jesus on his way to the cross. The Passion Play always took place on Good Friday. And the weather was absolutely beautiful on that particular Good Friday. The sky, a cobalt blue, and the sun, a reminder finally of how it felt to have a little bit of warmth. Spring was definitely in the air, perhaps a little like these last few days. And as I and the other actors awaited for the appointed hour of 10 o'clock to arrive, we stood in our costumes, trying to cast our minds back two and a bit thousand years to that first Good Friday. Dressed in sandals and headdress with the beautiful sun shining down, it wasn't too hard, but the enormity and the power of the story we were about to reenact began to dawn on us as a group. It was at this point that someone pointed out that the date was the 25th of March, the Day of Annunciation. And into my mind came a picture of Mary, the young teenage girl, saying yes, to goodness only knows what, as the angel leaves her, her words escaping on the air as his wings take to it, the spirit descending on the air as her word rises to meet it. And simultaneously, a picture of Mary bowed and frightened as she watches from the crowd, the crowd that had loved her son only a week ago, but now call cruelly for his crucifixion. Her face racked with the pain of grief, deep lines etched where the worry for him has worn her down Tears marking the dust tracks down her cheeks as she clings to John and to her friends, Mary, Mary and Veronica. All the hope now gone. Not just the hope of a mother, but the hope of a people, the hope of a nation, the hope of all those who had followed him. All gone. Where was the sign now? What new thing was God doing now? God wasn't even here anymore. Or so it seemed. They were marching him to the cross and all she could do was watch. What had that yes been for then all those years before? Why had she watched him so carefully, nurtured his gifts, allowed him to teach in the temple when they wanted him home, nudged him forward at the wedding in Cana? Why had she done any of it? For what? Just for this pain, as Simeon had prophesied? If only she'd kept quiet, maybe he'd not be here like this now. Why was being a parent so difficult? Why did she have no control over what happened to him now? As Mary watches Jesus shoulder the burden of the cross, she perhaps remembered her arms holding him to her breast. Perhaps she sees the time when Joseph lifted him up onto his own shoulders. As she stands and watches the blood run down his head and into his eyes, perhaps she remembers the times he fell and grazed his legs, the times she patched him up and sent him back out to play. And as she watches his bent head, and the eyes that teach all how to weep for the suffering. She remembers the growing boy, the young man, who sat around the table and laughed so hard at the beauty of life. He was such a dreamer, such a hoper, who contained such wonder. As she watches his hands grasp the rough wood and then sees the nails split them, Perhaps Mary remembers the way his little hand would find hers to hold on the road to the market. Perhaps she remembers how he would hold her and how he would reach out his hands to heal others around them. I could imagine Mary standing on this Good Friday and remembering it all her heart is breaking at the memory and at what she now has to endure and watch. Life becoming death, hope becoming dust, joy becoming mourning. That song of praise caught in her throat now. She cannot sing or even speak. The angel had told her, The Lord will give. To him, the throne of his ancestor David, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Nothing will be impossible with God. But Mary cannot see any kingdom now. She believed just for a moment that everything could be possible. And now it is impossible. Light has become darkness. Love has become nothing. It has all been for nothing. Why on earth did she say yes? The clouds cover her son and he cries out in pain, in agony, in abandonment. But she has not and will not forsake him. She will not leave him. She will stay until the bitter end. She who loved him at the quickening of her womb and as the spirit hovered. Mary who held him secret and hidden until the time was right. Mary who bore all things so that he could be born where and when he should. Mary who has learned all about God's timing over these years. She will wait and she will see. If she knew what she knew now, would she still say yes? Yes, she whispers. Yes, yes, yes. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Perhaps that's a question for all of us this morning, all of us who seek to follow God as disciples of Christ. All of us who seek to listen for the calling of God in our own lives. All of us who have said yes, and then perhaps things don't quite turn out as we'd imagined. Would we still say yes? Would we still go on that journey with God? Are we still willing to say yes to the next thing, even knowing that maybe What we're saying yes to isn't exactly what we have planned. It will be God's plan. And even knowing that our yes may take us into dangerous places, into painful places, into places of raw emotion. On this Annunciation Day, and the day when we really do remember Mary. We come to celebrate the joy of Mary saying yes to birth and life, new signs and wonders. But when it falls quite so close to Good Friday, we have the opportunity to look at the mystery of the incarnation even more deeply. As anyone here who is a parent will know, there is much joy in the bringing of children into this world. But there is also much pain too. Life never runs easily or smoothly and just because we love our children more than our own self we cannot always make everything right. We have to let them go, let them explore, let them fly away, nurture and nudge them and sometimes that leads them into danger but we have to let them go. There will be mothers and fathers across the world today who will be asking the question, what was it all for? Perhaps they are watching their child battle with malaria because they couldn't afford a mosquito net. Perhaps they're watching in the Yemen as their child is injured in Syria as they are shot on the street. Or maybe closer to home, they are sitting beside the bed of their child in one of our hospitals or hospices, hoping and praying for relief in the suffering. Maybe they are looking at the photograph of their adult son gone to join ISIS or serving abroad for his country and wondering when they will see them again. Maybe they are looking at the photos of their children who are now in prison for drugs or murder and wondering how things could have gone so wrong. Maybe they are watching as their sons and daughters struggle with the expectations of life, as the burdens crush them with anorexia, hopelessness, poverty, abuse, addiction. Maybe you are one of those parents today. Or maybe you are not a parent. But because of this last year, life has lost its luster, lost its hope and lost its wonder. And whether we are parents or not, the concern for our young people and the life ahead of them after this last year is surely one that we should all share. Mary comes to us today down through the ages, with her yes, and with her tears, and holds out a new hope. That new hope came three days later when another Mary managed to get up, even in her grief, to prepare to do the last thing she could for the man she loved, to take the spices for his burial. She wasn't expecting anything, or was she? Was there just a little voice at the back of her mind saying, Remember what he told you? Did she still hope in God despite everything? Did Mary, the mother of Jesus, have that voice in the back of her head too? Remember what he told you? Did she still have hope despite everything? And then, of course, there he wasn't. He is not here. He is risen. Angels again. Bookmarks at the beginning of the end. Or is this the beginning now? He is not here. He is risen. He goes ahead of you into Galilee. Go and tell your brothers that he is ascending to your God and his God, to your father and his father. Death has been overcome. Death becomes resurrection. Dust turns to hope. Morning turns to joy. The light shines brightly through the darkness. Love is everything and everywhere. The love a mother and father bore for their child. The love God bears for his son. The love the son bears for the world. The love the world must now bear for one another so that despair and pain can turn to hope and light. Death and resurrection are two sides of the same coin, and we are witnesses to that now. In all that we do, wherever we are, we are the ones who wait, refusing to give in to death and fear, even when it is starkly in front of us. For we have said yes to God and we travel with him for Jesus goes ahead of us and says come come and taste life come and dance with me come and see this is what it was all for amen